0: Okay, let's move on. Dr. Cole, reading something interesting about uh, you and your group at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, is it true that you guys have probably done more bone cartilage transplants than anyone in the world?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably safe to say because we we live in a state in Illinois where we have an organ procurement organization, which means that every donor that comes from Illinois has to have a return in kind from the tissue processing uh, uh, institution. So it's not easy to get these grafts, but we have a bit of an easier time just because we have tissue banking in Illinois. Not every state actually has formal tissue banking and harvest procedures. So uh, because of access, now we're just a tertiary center where we get patients referred from all over the world, not just knee, but shoulder and other joints where we actually can provide an alternative to joint replacements using donors who provide bone and cartilage to replace localized damaged tissue.
0: These are typically performed in the knee?
1: The knee is absolutely the most common. We have some really unique experience in the shoulder, a little bit in the hip and the foot and ankle, but knee by far and away is the most common.
0: Now let's bring on a gentleman who um, actually works in a sports medicine group in California, physician's assistant, but also recipient of a uh, osteochondral allograft. And let's get that perspective from both a a clinician and patient. He allows us to do that. Josh Hannon joins us now here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Josh, how are you?
2: Good. I'm uh, doing great here in California. Thanks for having me on.
0: Fantastic. Hey, what do you tell your patients in regards to uh, expected outcomes? Because you had this done, uh, what, for your knee?
2: Yeah, uh, I had it done about a year and a half ago, and, uh, you know, I my life has kind of come full circle in the sense of what my studies and, um, in physician assistant school, I did a master's thesis on cartilage, uh, treatment strategies to pre- prevent osteoarthritis. And about 12 years later, I ended up being a allograft recipient from uh, osteochondral, um, plug. And, um, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, I, it's something I definitely recommend for my patients, um, I'm very familiar with Dr. Cole's uh, research for the last decade and his group, and I was lucky to have uh, a sports specialist in our medical group um, that I was able to seek out his uh, help for my surgery.
1: What was the condition that you had treated?
2: I uh, specifically um, had a running injury where I sheared off um, about a nickel-sized area of cartilage on the lateral aspect of my knee, and it was uh, very focal, and um, I thought it was a bucket handle meniscus tear before I had my MRI because my knee locked up on me. But once I got my MRI scanned, I saw there was a pl- uh, chunk of cartilage missing. And uh, luckily, I was able to call um, Dr. Merzion and Baldwin Park, and uh, we were able to get me on the donor list and um, work with some great companies that um, – Found a nice match for me, and um, they they put in a osteochondral plug, and I've done great.
1: So I know you probably work with JRF, who's uh, also the organization that we work with here in, in Illinois. they exactly. Yeah, pretty amazing because um, you know they do the it's the gift of the gift of life, the gift of hope. Um, they provide solutions that we would, you know, years ago, we didn't have any ability to, to, to help individuals like you, and they sort of, you just have to kind of progress and smolder along until you're more age-appropriate uh, for a replacement. So, how how was the procedure? You know, it, you're, it's not common to be on the provider side and then on the recipient side. How was the whole yeah. experience for you, and and how has it changed your ability to interact with patients, some of whom go undergo the same procedure?
2: Yeah. I. I have been a uh, proponent um, of kind of the latest technologies for years. Uh, I'm 36. I've been a physician assistant for almost 12 years, and I still remember the days of microfracture. And, um, you know, I took a hard look at some of the other treatment strategies out there. And I, I've seen a lot of your PowerPoints uh, through Anna, through the Academy and all, all your talks. And I, I kind of wrestled through all those journal articles and talks and finally decided uh, with the allograft um, technique and just because um, the tissue availability that we have now um, and the good recoveries um, for an athlete, my goal is, because I was a collegiate athlete, that at some point I'd like to be able to get back to my running days. And so uh, I thought thought that that was best considering the other outcomes uh, for me.
0: We're talking about bone cartilage transplants. I'm Steve Casher with Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Our guest is Josh Hannon joining us from California, physician's assistant from a sports medicine group in California and also a recipient of an osteochondral allograft, getting that perspective from both a clinician and a patient. So what has changed in your technique, rehab, or availability through the years for uh, these grafts, Josh? Uh, Well,
2: I think I would um, probably... uh I was hoping to see if I can get Dr. Cole's um, thoughts on that just because um, I know it's changed in the tissue availability and um, some of the, you know, do you soak the graft in PRP or BMAC, um, some of these biologic um, treatment strategies?
1: Yeah, you know, there's been, and, I, and it's unclear, you know, I'm sure there's regional differences, you having your graft placed in California and so forth, and what we do here in, in Illinois, but, you know, across the country, we're looking at ways to improve outcomes. Um, you know, statistically with what you had, which is a cartilage bone transplant, you've got about a 75 to 85 percent chance of getting back to sports after eight months with no issues for at least 10 to 12 years. So um, wow. that the, the statistics are really in your favor, uh, even in comparison to any other technique that we currently utilize. Um, I, uh, as far as, you know, things we use to improve the outcomes, we're using biologics like stem cells and PRP, but it's still yet largely unproven. We know certainly that there's no detriment to using some of these things. We just don't know if they're making a big difference in the long run. So there we're and, and then the final thing is that with donors, uh, the donor pool increasing because, of, you know, people are, you know, signing the Baxter license. They're cognizant of how important it is to be a donor. Uh, we the graft availability has improved uh, but it could always be better, so that's sort of a a soft plea to uh, uh, people out there to consider becoming a, a a living donor, as we say, not only of heart, liver, lungs, but also of of musculoskeletal tissue like cartilage. I just I was curious, you know, what if you could just tell us from your inside uh, the inside look at you've been a patient and you've been a provider, you know, just in brief, how has that changed your the you know the way you interact with patients has it given you a, a different lens uh, as you you know as you try to get inside the head of a patient looking what they want.
2: Yeah, it, it certainly has. Um, I think I did uh, I did a, a assist in the case within six months um, of my own allograft um, surgery. So you know that was pretty neat and exciting, especially it was pretty similar in um, the situation, and I was really able to give uh, insight to the patient who was a young guy, he was probably 16, and I was able to talk uh, the parents through, I mean, step by step in the pre-op area and uh, able to kind of guide them and give them some extra tips. Um, as far as the recovery, I mean, I, anybody that's active, I really encourage them to take a look at it. And then some of the younger uh, surgeons in my group that are too familiar with it and have certain issues. Um, I've had the advantage of touring some of the tissue bank facilities in Ohio and um, Colorado. And so I, I'm aware of their, um, you know, the safe, the safety of the uh, tissue. And I think that's really um, helped some of our um, surgeons that I work with. Um, They feel more confident in um, knowing that they can find a good graft and, um, we can help, you know, these young active patients. So we don't always have to do some of these older techniques. Um, what's great about it? It's the same day surgery. It can be done in less than three hours, and uh, you know, hopefully uh, get them back to running. Depending on you know the other injuries and uh, you know what their uh, situation is like.
0: Great stuff, Josh. Appreciate you joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks a lot. All righty. We've got to take a break. Coming back with our Ask the Doctors segment, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. at Sports Medicine Weekly, only on
1: 670 The Score.